What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL. With your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 39 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. Alongside me, as always, Pedro. Pedro, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Uh, neck hurts a little bit. Sprained my neck on some muscle relaxers, feeling nice, feeling Kapokaku nice. Uh, we have, you know, four topics to, uh, well, actually three. I just put Kapokaku as <laughs> one of the topics. Um, but uh, the playoffs started last night. Uh, it didn't disappoint, as always. Uh, there's nothing like playoff hockey. I can't really move my neck, so I'm trying to look at okay. you. But I'm just, you know. I understand. Uh, nothing like playoff hockey. Uh it's the greatest thing in the world. And you know, it's actually fun watching overtime games when your team's not involved. Yep. You know, I was able to watch the overtime game last night and not have a worry in the world. I was just like, give me, give me some good playoff hockey. It's good to have a couple of years off. Ex- uh, yeah. You know, it, well, I mean, not really. Let's get back there because <laughs> I miss it. But, uh, let's, uh, look no further and, uh, let's drop the puck. All right, so uh, we will start off with the uh, since we just uh, talked about the playoffs. Uh, let's start off with the our playoff preview and predictions. Um, I actually have my predictions. I did. I filled out a bracket. Did I, you? You did. did I? You did. All right, cool. So, uh, do you have your bracket up? Because yep. I have to pull mine up. So uh, let's actually start with you, okay. and uh, let's see what you got while I try to sign in and figure my stuff oh, out well, over mine here. Mine actually just uh, disappeared. Oh, okay, so, great. Anyway. To the games, uh, did you watch Tampa and I? So Columbus? I was watching a little bit. I turned it off once it was three nothing, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I saw three one, three two. I was like, "Uh oh, here we go, three three, and then sure enough, uh, four three. So what a great comeback by uh, Toronto, uh, not Toronto, wow. uh, Columbus. <laughs> yeah, by Columbus. Yeah, it's it's definitely gonna. Definitely going to be an interesting series as everyone. Obviously, Tampa is two to one favorite to win the Stanley Cup this year, which is pretty remarkable. And, um, and you know what? That's the beautiful thing about the playoffs is I saw a stat that Tampa Bay went up three, like three goals, mm-hmm. was undefeated this yep. season. They hadn't lost a game uh, once they were up three. Dan Rosen tweeted out yesterday, I think, or yesterday or today, um, the last time that the Tampa Bay Lightning lost a game where they were winning by two goals or more was 2015. 2015? 2015 when they were losing to Washington 5-3 and they came back to um, – and they lost. Pretty wild. Pretty wild, and that proves to you that, you know, anything can happen in playoff hockey. <laughs> and that's why it is the greatest playoff system of all time. Uh, in my unbiased, completely unbiased opinion. Sure. Um, I have my bracket up. So You do? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So right. enough of the jibber-jabber. You get to it All while right. so I... I'll start off in the West here. Okay. Um, Calgary against Colorado. I have Calgary in six games. Um, my next is San Jose and Vegas. I think I messed up on this one, but I'll take it. I picked Vegas in seven. Uh, my next one is Nashville and Dallas. I picked Nashville in six, and Winnipeg and St. Louis, I picked the Winnipeg Jets to be the St. Louis Blues. And how many games? Seven. Okay. Um, I will do my first round now. Yeah. Uh, starting right back up at the top, I have Calgary beating the Avalanche in six. I have Vegas beating the Sharks in seven. Oh. <laughs> uh, I have 
Dallas beating Nashville in six. Really? Yes, I do. And uh, I have the Winnipeg Jets beating the Blues in six. Wow. So why Dallas over Nashville? Um, because of Matt Zuccarello. And so you want Dallas to go to the conference final for that extra pick? So I have them the in the reason? conference final. You do, of course, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. But know. dude, watching watching last night, man, Dallas, Dallas can give it to him. Dallas yeah, can give sure. it to Nashville. Definitely. And if you if you like actually like click on that little graph bar thing, yep. Dallas has the st- statistical advantage. So. I don't know. I mean. To me, it all it comes down to the goaltenders. It's Ben Bishop versus Pekarene, so whoever outperforms the other will take that series. That also goes with Calgary and Colorado. I think that's probably the weakest goalie. Um, oh, matchup, yeah, by matchup far. It's by Mike, far Mike Smith versus Semyon Varlamov. Yeah. Like, what is that? And I wouldn't be surprised to see the two backups going at it as well. Interesting. In that series. interesting take. So that's my. First and and, and my boy Matt Zuccarello scored the game winning goal. He did score a game winner last night. So that's that's all I'm saying, you know. And you have you had Winnipeg over St. Louis, correct? Winnipeg over St. Louis, yes. Okay. I yep. Right. In in six games. Uh that was that was a shocker. Interesting we both had a, what? We had Calgary in six, we have yeah. Vegas in seven. I, I thought you were gonna pick San Jose to be quite honest with you. Yeah, yeah and thinking like watching the game last night. I think I second sh- think myself. Yeah, I. But I'm like, the sharks. The game. sharks are a good team, man. Yeah, but it's only one game, you know. That's and true. Been sloping down in the at the end of the year. That's so that's very true. We'll see what happens. Um, and then Winnipeg. I love the whiteout. Yeah. The whiteout is probably one of the greatest things. Tough in loss last night. All though. of space and time. Yeah, very tough loss. Um, Bennington. You know, he's he's a. He, but that's another thing with goalies, man. Like like Jordan Bennington wasn't even a thought to be, you know, like. Like even remotely brought up no. at the beginning of the season, no. they didn't even think he was that great of an AHL I mean, they, goaltender. They, they were last in the they were last yeah, in the league. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, then, and then they brought him up, and yeah. yeah, it's 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 honestly like it's a great story. No, it, it it definitely is, and that just shows you like we were. I, I forgot who I was talking to, but I was talking to him about Shostorkin, and it, this is getting off to off topic a little <laughs> As bit. We usually do. Yes, <laughs> but just someone said that he should take a year in Hartford to adjust. With goaltenders, it's different, man. Goaltenders, did Henrik Lundqvist need a year to adjust? No. He just stepped right in. Jordan Bennington stepped right in. I mean, even Carter Hart, he's playing great, but, you know, he just kind of just stepped right in. You know, they signed him and he stepped in. Uh, I think it's different with goaltenders. Um, I don't know why. I guess it's because they're not really skating the the ice surface. I guess I, I, I know the ice is still bigger overseas, but... I don't know. I, I just feel like if if we needed to, if we needed Shostorkin to step up right now mm-hmm. and fill that number one spot, I, I'm not saying it's not possible because Henrik did it. You know, Henrik did it. Henrik did not do a year in what well, they were Connecticut at that time, mm-hmm. the Whale Pack or the Whale or whatever the Hulk, they were. Yeah, the Whale. Uh, yeah, he didn't do a year with them. Right. He just stepped right in. Was the backup or they? I think they. I don't even know how it happened, but Mike Dunham got hurt. And next thing you know, Henrik Lundqvist is the goalie for the next, you know, however many years. So I think it's different with goaltenders. Goaltenders, you know, can adjust, I guess, more quickly, I guess. I don't know. I just think it's a different situation. I think. Well, he also has a great defense in front of him. Well, that. And I think if you're talking about Sestorskin, I think it's just the difference because now you have Georgiev, who's been playing extremely well. Who was just invited to Team Russia for the the uh, Worlds. Yes. So. I think it's just a different situation where you had Jake Allen, who 
who won 19 games, lost 17. His goals against average was 2.83. I just think it was just a different time for St. Louis, and they were last in the league. I mean, they sure. they, they were on their last uh, their last. Yeah, they were the, talking about trading Tarasenko. Right, like you you go from there, and now you almost win the Pacific Division with the last game. So I think it's just a different situation, but. It's, Shout out to Jordan Bennington actually winning uh, winning me our fantasy hockey league. By the way, oh, that's still a thing. Yeah, I won. Oh, did I, you play me? No, I beat Rich. Oh, do we have playoffs? Yeah, we, we. I'm assuming I didn't make it. I don't think you made it. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to him for uh, winning me my championship. Uh, wish it was for money. Uh, let's move over to round one of the East. Yeah. Go for it. Um, I got Tampa over Columbus in five games, so Tampa better win four straight. Oof. Okay. Um, I got Boston over Toronto in six. Okay. I got Washington over Carolina in five, and I have the Pittsburgh Penguins just edging out the Islanders in seven. Okay, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning in six. I have the Toronto Maple Leafs in seven. Really? I cannot wait for that series. Really? Yes, I cannot wait for Toronto that series. Boston. I do. Wow. Um, Interesting. I do, and I, it's going to be a great series. I cannot wait for that for series. Sure. That's probably if if there's a if there's a series to pick, to be series of you know the first round. I mm-hmm. think that's the one to watch. Um, I have Washington over Carolina in five. And I have the Penguins edging out the Islanders in seven. So, pretty close there, too. So, why why Toronto over Boston? Uh, well, I can ask you why Boston over Toronto. Uh, you know, Better I, overall team. I don't, I don't know about the, that. The, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs have no defense. <sighs> okay. But, I mean, their defense isn't terrible. <laughs> They're not great. They're not great. But I don't think Boston's defense is that great, either. They have McAvoy. They have Chara. They... <laughs> uh, the only okay, way go, go. the only way Toronto is gonna beat Boston is to outscore them. Obviously, I mean, I guess that's kind of dumb. Well, that, yeah, but, that, that's, you know that's, I mean. that's how you that's well, how you, you know win hockey I mean. is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if it's a quote, like they would have to like it would have to be like a five four game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like they're like, you're, saying, like Boston, you're saying that they're not gonna win a one nothing. Right. I feel like Boston can park the bus easily and just uh, defend a one goal lead no problem. Toronto, I feel like we'll have we'll we'll struggle with that. Interesting. Uh, well, there you go. So there's we have a difference. So we have a difference on the Toronto Boston series. And I think that's it, right? Yep. In the uh, in the East. Yep. And then out west, we have just the Dallas Nashville series. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at that. And All right. Stanley so those. Champion. Well, hold on, hold on. Second oh, round. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah right. let's, let's go through it, man. All right. Um, going back out west. Yeah. Okay. I got Calgary over Vegas. Okay. And I got Nashville over Winnipeg. I have Calgary over Vegas, and I have Dallas over Winnipeg. Uh, and and the, then East? I have Tampa over Boston and Washington over Pittsburgh. I have Tampa over I have Tampa over Toronto and Washington over Pittsburgh. And then conference finals, I have Calgary uh, – excuse me, Nashville over Calgary. Ooh, okay. Yes. I thought we were about to have the same Stanley Cup no, final. No, 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 no. I have Nashville over Calgary and the East – I have Tampa over Washington. I have Calgary over Dallas and Tampa over uh, Washington. And then, and then the finals. I have Tampa beating Nashville with twenty-eight goals scored. Wow, twenty-eight. Yes. I have Tampa over Calgary with eighteen goals scored. Okay. So we both have Tampa lifting the cup at the end. Um, that would give the Rangers another additional first-round pick, and in my situation, we would also get another first-round pick. Um, so 
let's you know so i guess it's not canada's year after all wait what i guess it's not canada's year after all no canada no I think Canada there was a lot of talk that, you know, there, there was a lot of talk saying, you know, this might be the year for Canada or a Canadian team with, you know, Calgary being the one seed. I just don't Winnipeg think Cal- being the two. Calgary doesn't have that goaltending. Toronto, you know, being a three seed. The, the problem is with the Canadian teams. Calgary doesn't have the goaltending. Winnipeg, to me, has the best chance out of any Canadian team, even though I don't have them there. Um, out east, Toronto, they just don't have the defense. I mean, it just comes down to it. And Tampa, at two to one favorites, they have no holes in that, um, in that lineup. I don't see any holes except last night, but that's another topic for the fight last night between Dan Girardi and Brandon Dubinsky. Between Dan Girardi and Brandon Dubinsky. That's NHL playoff hockey, baby. And did you see the meme saying I was Torts' favorite player? <laughs> I was Torts' favorite player and they were fighting over who was Torts' oh, favorite man. player back in their day with the uh the Rangers cuz I got a good laugh at that. Um let's move on to the next topic. All right, so let's talk about the lottery. Uh we just had the NHL draft lottery. Uh that is a little controversial. Um someone on twitter so i was freaking out all day i was i I was freaking out all day i couldn't stop thinking i was on tankathon.com just i just kept clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking and you know it it was it just became time where i was you know i texted uh my buddy terrence i was like dude i am so so nervous he's like yeah i would be too blah 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 and all of a sudden about so the Technical sh- the technical show started at eight. Correct. They didn't start doing the lottery until 8:30. like eight thirty, which yeah. they dragged everything out. I, I have I have an issue with that. If you if it's the draft lottery show, talk about the prospects. You can talk about the playoffs and all that stuff on a different show. That's right. not needed. Obviously, the people watching the draft lottery, their teams aren't in the playoffs. Right. So honestly, yeah, cool. Thanks for your analysis on the playoffs that I will watch. I will watch, but I don't. That's not what the care. Show is about. I don't care about that. Right. I care about the prospects. Tell me about the prospects. Bring on our boy Josh. Uh, you know, bring it. Bring bring around these guys that study and watch these prospects religiously. Because I want I want to know. I want to know who the Rangers might end up with. You know, I want to know who these teams might end up with. It's a, it's about the future right now for the the teams and the fans that are most interested in watching the draft right. or the draft lottery. I agree. It's about that. It's not about you know. Oh, I have Vegas over San Jose or whatever. It's not about that. Do that on, you know, and I don't know. Just do that elsewhere. That's not needed on that show. Anyway, so about 20 minutes before the lottery happened on air, Mm -hmm. someone who was watching through some streaming service saw on Sportsnet that they had, you know, Chicago with a star next to its name, the Rangers with a star next to its name, and the Devils with a star next to its name. So that means and, obviously means that they yeah. all jumped. And just a little background, like obviously they choose the teams beforehand, and then like you know studying like television, like I am, it's just they ha- always have everything pre prepared, so everyone knows who is going to be picked. The GMs don't. I'm, I'm assuming yeah. the GMs don't know, uh, but they get the boards ready, so those you know all those graphics are done beforehand. So. Correct. Back to you, that's why everything was... And so it leaked, and someone, you know, took a photo of it and put it out on Twitter, and sure enough, it was it was correct. Um, so the 
the major the major winners obviously i you know the devils were in the top three regardless correct they were supposed to be in the top three uh the biggest winners were chicago who jumped from 12th 12th to third here here were the odds yeah you got Uh, the odds yeah uh ottawa which became um colorado for uh pick was at 18 and a half percent la 13.5 new jersey 11.5 detroit 9.5 buffalo at eight and a half rangers seven and a half edmonton six and a half anaheim six vancouver five philly three and a half minnesota three chicago two and a half um florida two arizona one and a half and montreal at one percent and like you mentioned um so it stayed the same f- up until Chicago. the Chicago spot. Correct. So Montreal got 15th, Arizona Montreal got 14th, 15th, yep. Arizona 14, Florida 13, and then 12, Minnesota, Minnesota dropped. Philly at 11, Vancouver 10, Anaheim at 9, the Oilers at 8, uh, Buffalo at 7, Detroit at 6, LA at 5. The biggest loser to me is the Colorado Avalanche at Correct, four. Correct, I agree. Uh, three, Chicago, like we said, two, the Rangers, and the lottery winners, the Devils, at one. Taylor Hall, man. Taylor Hall is... I think he just likes playing for crappy teams. Yeah, I, I, well, my I, I, I guess. And then, so, that all went out, and then they decided to, you know, everyone was saying how it was rigged, how the top two markets, you know, in Chicago and New York ended up with top picks. Um so then I, I think that that was probably the reason for them putting out the video of Bettman doing the drawing because they've never shown that before. No, they, I don't, as far to, as far to my knowledge, they've never shown a video of the ping pong balls, you know, up and down and Bettman, you know, announcing, announcing it. Right. Um, which I just think that's totally ridiculous. Whoever said that. Yeah, I know. Well, because I, I'm not trying to speak from just speaking from a hockey perspective and analyze Montreal is a top hockey market. Uh, Philadelphia is a top hockey is a top market. Uh, L.A. is a top market. So I, I don't buy that at all. I think that's just people who are jealous that they didn't get the top three pick. I, I just think that's just bizarre. It's that simple. Um, so that's how it worked out. I freaked out a little bit. As did I. Um, now, I'm on the mock draft. Mm-hmm. Um Everyone has Hughes going number one. Correct. Uh, I actually watched something interesting after the Knicks post game with Steve Valaket. Saw that as well. And you know he said, I think Capocacu is the more NHL ready player. I think he's going to be you know a better player. But we've been talking about Jack Hughes for the past three years. Pretty much, he said, I don't think anyone has the balls <laughs> to you know go and draft someone other than Jack Hughes number one. Which obviously leaves Capo Kaku for number two. Um, I do you think there's a chance that the Devils end up drafting Kako over Hughes? I mean, I like mean, like he's a chance. Yeah, but like there, he's there's said, always a chance. I I think Capo uh, Kaku, from what I've been listening to, closed the gap on Jack Hughes. Um, it's it's a close one-two battle, no doubt. And like you mentioned before, we we came on air is. The Rangers are in the perfect spot. Perfect spot at two. Yes. Because if they don't land Kapu Kaku, they get Jack Hughes. If okay. they don't land Jack Hughes, they get Kapu Kaku, correct? Yep. So, what is the big. I, to us, as Ranger fans, it's a perfect setup. And it's up to the Devils to decide. Who do I think is going to go first? I think Jack Hughes is going number one. Uh, he has 86 points in 41 games in the USA National. 
course, you have Kaku, who has who plays in the Finnish Elite League with all men, 38 points in 45 games played. Um, I, I mean, it, to, for the Rangers' perspective, it's a win-win. So they get one or the other. If yep. they don't mess that up, I hope they do. Oh, dude, imagine um, with the second round, with the second pick in the 2019 draft, the New York Rangers select Valesi Podolskin. Can you imagine that? From Scott St. Yeah. Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you wanted to mention before, Chicago jumped nine spots in the draft. Yeah, that's their, they're the biggest winner. Yep. The Rangers jumped four, and New Jersey obviously jumped two. Uh, biggest drop? Had to have been Colorado. They dropped three. Colorado right? and LA, they dropped three. Yeah. Um, so Hughes, Kako, there you go. And then those are the two franchise-altering players in the draft. Um, everyone's saying it for the past year. You know, this is a top. This is a top two draft. Uh, he, I've I've seen people say you know, three through eight can all be you know who like it could go this guy third, this guy you know it doesn't. They're all pretty much up. yeah. It's a drop after one and two. Exactly. Yep. Um, but not that like you know they're gonna be top six guys. The like Podolskin. Put calls in or when I can't fucking pronounce it. Uh, Kirby Dash. I'm looking. See, like if you go to three, the three uh, the three guys that are doing the mock draft all pick different players. Yeah. Dylan Cousins, Kirby Dash, and uh, Put Kalskin. Uh, so and then let me guess the next one. You know, there you go. It's the same players. And then all of a sudden, I uh, dude, if we end up picking Bowen Beerum, the defenseman, I will. I will. I mark my words right now. If the Rangers don't pick Kako or Hughes, I am not going to watch Rangers hockey next year. I'm not going to go to a single game. I think it's. Safe I am to not. Say. I am not going to watch a single ounce of it. I am going to protest them. I think it's safe to say the Rangers will pick either Jack Hughes or Kapu Kako. I think that's that has to be a given. Someone will be fired if one of them are not picked. I will fire them all to this. Clark I will, will I will be fired fi- <laughs> if he does not if they do not decide to pick Jack Hughes or Kapu Kaku. And if they do not, I will be on the same boat as you. Yeah, I will not watch. I will not even watch. And the Ranger fans will be in fury if those two are not one of the picks that the Rangers decide to pick on June twenty first. So everyone that's saying because the Rangers are known for reaching. They're known for reaching. Listen, I'm not gonna say anything because we all were mad that the Rangers did not pick Oliver Wallstrom last over last year, Kravitzov. over, over uh, Valerie Kravitzov. Kravitzov. Yes. So now we're looking at Kravitzov and saying this kid is legit. Yes, I agree. But bringing back to that, we're top. not picking. <laughs> it's either Jack Hughes or Kapu Kaku. I have no doubt about it. I have. Faith. God, I, I hope so. I really, I, hope, I really hope. And so. I will be buying a Kapu Kaku jersey as soon as it is released. I will be buying one as well. Great. Uh, I think he is, you know, the one player to. Uh, I'll buy a Shostorkin jersey. He too. is a top player and he will be a franchise changing player no doubt about it he will be in the lineup next season playing alongside Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin and we'll like it Oof. sounds sounds Bold statement right yeah there. sounds nice to me I'll, I'll take it any day of the week uh so other than that um I actually have a question for you sure so the Rangers what, is, what is it based on Ra- the Rangers okay obviously. what else is there uh Rangers pick Kapu Kaku okay what do you do with Chris Kreider do you trade him all right, so this is this is interesting. Uh, depending on it, all depends on what he wants. Honestly, um, if you can, let's say they're set on 
uh, I don't know really prospects that well, but let's say there's a defense, uh, not a defenseman, but let's say there's a prospect that's sliding that they're, for, that they're really high on. For example, okay. right now I'm looking at the Tankathon website. Okay. Here, obviously. Uh-huh. And the Rangers are projected here 22nd, which is the Winnipeg Jets' first-round pick. Okay. Thomas Harley, which is a defenseman. And I think the Rangers will use that pick to pick a D-man, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I would, I would assume so, too. Right? Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to pick him second overall, but I hope you don't do that. No, no. Can you imagine the Rangers, like, have Bukaki that's what, and he But that's what I'm he, saying, dude. Patrick Kane. That's what I'm saying. I'm so nervous about that because, you know, who knows if we let Kravitsov – slide to where he was supposed to be maybe we could have what did we have last year we had the ninth overall pick the ninth seventh? It, no that was really leah sanderson i think so we uh, i don't, I don't know <laughs> whatever we pitched kravitsov high so we had we had some pick so i guess 20 22nd we had the 26 the senators traded the 22nd pick to us for the 26th pick and the 48th pick of last year. And we got keandre miller and then we got keandre miller and then we, and then got, we got nils lindquist at the end of it okay. yes okay so now, Kravitsov was projected in the mid-teens. Correct. So who says we couldn't, you know, it's it's just who knows if he would have waited. Like, he went ten, almost 10 spots higher than he was projected. So what I'm saying is maybe we could have gotten a Wallstrom and then, you know, slid up. But it's all what they, you know, their preferences are. Like, talks. who knows where he would have went. I if think there were talks apparently that I don't remember which team. I have the LA Kings in mind that they were going to pick Vitaly Kravitsov. And I think that's why the Rangers jumped on him. Oh, okay. From what I, from, from what what I think yeah. I remember. Okay. Don't quote me on that. That's what I think I remember. Uh, but He's I don't think it. there's a reason so. to panic in this year's draft. So <laughs> it's either Jack Hughes or Kapu Kaku. I'm pretty sure I have no, I have no doubt about it. Because uh, if they do not pick one of those, no Ranger fan will show up at the Garden next season. And someone will be fired for doing so. I, I agree. And the way Jeff Gordon was talking, he has his eyesights on one of these two players. I also like what David Quinn said. Did you see what Quinn said? I did not. I saw da- what Lundquist said. Yeah, well, I didn't really get to hear that, so you can tell me what yep. he said. But David Quinn pretty much was asked about the number two pick, and he said oh, he, all he said was, I became a better coach on Tuesday yeah. night. <laughs> Cause, cause... And he also said if he didn't know he was going to get a plane ticket to Finland this this summer, that's what he said. So, oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And, um... Lundqvist just said how excited he is and how altering it is for him as well as the franchise. So that will be interesting, and it will be an interesting to see if any free agents will be willing to follow or presidents. a guy like Kapu Kaku or presidents such as Steve, Steve Eiserman, Eiserman. Yeah. or John Davidson or Mark Messier. Apparently, he's no, I, well, I, I so don't. Nope, nope. He was mad he didn't get the coaching job when uh, I know his face was fired. I do not when, when Elaine Vigneault took over. I do not want Mark Messier near my president spot. I'm sorry, he has no experience. I agree. No experience. I'd rather Steve Eiserman over him any day of the any day would of you the take week. John Davidson. Yes, I would. He's my number two choice. I want. I want. I want. I, I want. I want Stevie Y, or I want John Davidson. So it's kind of like a Jack Hughes Kaku situation. If you don't get one, at least you get the other. Well, hopefully you don't know about this right. because we don't know if Steve Eiserman supposedly stepping down, but then he's supposed to be going to Detroit. John Davidson doesn't have to necessarily step down from Columbus. Who know? It, you know, it depends on well, how they he's do. Still on, he's still on Tampa, isn't he? Yeah, he right now. Steve yes, it's, it, it, but yes, advisor, it's it's correct? the yeah. He's an advisor, and then after the season, he's he said he wants to go back to Detroit where his family is and be a senior and, advisor with them. Okay. According to Larry Brooks, he is interested in the Rangers' job. Yeah, no, I I, so I read that. This I read that pushes him a little more 
and getting a top free agent like Artemi Panarin or an Eric Carlson can pursue that. We will uh, time time will tell. Uh, anything else on the prospects? Uh, I would just the luck the luck was on our side this year. Yes, it finally as was. I, as I have to point that out. And it will be a fun draft. And another thing with the Rangers is the team that Kaku plays with, TPS. Yep. We've been known to, like, the Rangers have watched a lot of TPS because we've gotten uh, Tumo Taran. I don't even know how to spell his name or pronounce his name, but I think we drafted him last year. He came from TPS. Uh, I believe Georgiev came from TPS. Uh, so, you know. They have their eyes set on this team. They've definitely watched this team a lot. So you can only expect Kaku to be right up there. Everyone it, expects him to be. Exactly. Um, head into our next topic. We have other news around the NHL. Um, the major thing that comes to mind is the hiring of new coaches. Uh, Coach Q landed in florida he is in sunrise florida he signed a five-year deal Mm -hmm. five Uh, five-year deal right worth six million Uh, they five year (laughs) it's a nice little contract for him uh coach q is a great pickup i love coach q um if now to me you have to watch out for florida yeah no well uh, yeah yeah i didn't even think about that little connection yeah uh, you got to think that uh First of all, he was um, Coach Quenville was against the uh, Blackhawks for picking uh, for trading Panarin to Columbus. Was did not sit well with him, him and uh, Stan Bowman as well, who they had their disagreements. So we'll have to see how Coach Quenville tries to convince his former player to join him in the Sunrise in the Sunrise League. Sunshine. Tax free sunshine. Tax free in in Sunrise uh, Sunrise Florida. Yeah. Yeah, tax free. That's that's you know. That's gonna be interesting. And then uh, other news: Tom McClellan as well. He yeah. So you do you have LA him up? Kings and the Buffalo Sabers. I feel I thought they were finalizing him with the Kings. No. Uh, he is in Boston. Uh, excuse me, Buffalo today. He's watching his son play in the Frozen Four, and he will be meeting with the Buffalo Sabers general manager to discuss. So he's between two teams as of now, and I expect Elaine Vigneault to be back soon relatively soon uh either probably buffalo or la depending which one gets which who. one doesn't and uh he's also the coach of the team canada for the world juniors uh world juniors uh, world championships i saw and also uh i saw lindy ruff will be joining him correct yeah the two buddies back at it <laughs> uh i also saw uh we we forgot to mention this uh as ranger fans how could we hmm. glenn sather stepped down uh, that's oh, yeah. why we were talking uh, about Steve Eiserman, uh, or John Davidson becoming the new president of, you know, hockey operations over there. Um, yeah. So how would you, cause I've seen this, actually, I also have another hypothetical for you. Please. Um, well first let's finish off with, uh, Glenn say there, how would you assess his time as president of the Rangers? Would you consider it a fail? Because you know he he came from Edmonton after winning you know, he after winning five, yeah right. after he winning these Stanley, Stanley Cups, Cups yeah and then he comes over to New York, and I mean a few Eastern Conference Finals, one Stanley Cup Final, wasn't able to get it done. I some say he's the one that you know really set us back. 
uh, because he was never about you know draft picks. He was about signing you know all I, these I high high ended right. talents, and they were all rusty. They exactly, were all they were 30s. all yeah, exactly. It was all about the name on the sweater. I think it was. I think it was just trying to sell sweaters at that moment. Exactly, and you know it it cost us. We had one of the worst development programs or prospect pools in the NHL, bar none. I agree. Uh, and, go go continue, continue. Uh, to assess his time in New York, I think I don't think it was a complete fail. I think there were some bright spots. Obviously, bringing in probably the turning point was bringing in Yamir Yager, and then the Rangers had that streak of continuous playoffs, uh, bringing him in. But there was bringing it that he was an older guy at Correct. the time. And then he brought in Shanahan, who was already washed up. And then he brought in Chris Shuri and, and Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, you can, the list goes on. For sure, I, I agree. But Marcus then, Nasland. Marcus Nasland. <laughs> Dan Boyle. And the sad part is with Nikolai Zherdev, who could have been an elite he, scorer he could have in the NHL. Uh, the list for how many I agreed, but then yeah. we can't. We can't Marion Gabrick even. Yeah, yeah, he was a he little younger. 40, yeah, he, he, 40, was, yeah. he, he scored multiple forty goal seasons for the Rangers. But then you got to look at the bright sides. You got to look at all the straight playoff series. You got to look at the one Stanley Cup final. You got to look at the the conference finals. Even though, but Jeff many will say home. it's not a success unless you bring unless it home. Correct. And he said it when he was talking to MSG. He said, "What you know, what bothers you?" And it's three games against LA that went into overtime that could have gone either way. And if the rules were changed a little beforehand, there was goaltender okay. interference on yep. a couple of those goals, but we'll not talk about that. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, if I were to grade him from A to F, I'd probably give him like a like a B minus. Yeah, I was gonna say C plus. B minus C plus. Yeah, I was gonna say C plus. Uh, and then the other hypothetical I saw on Twitter, I forgot who posted it. Would you, as a Ranger fan, hmm. rather see one cup with Lundqvist or four cups without? <laughs> who, who, did you come up with this? No, so I forgot who posted it. Someone, someone on Twitter posted it. One cup with Lundqvist, mm-hmm. or four without. Wow. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with one cup with Lundqvist. That's exactly what I want. Because with. it would mean more than any of those four that would be one after. In my opinion, because he's put his head, he put his team on his shoulders for X amount of years. He's been on, he's been playing almost there. I think it's twelve years now, and he has been the player of this team. He has been a, he's been the franchise player for for the amount of times, uh, for the amount of years he's been on the team. So that one cup with him in the lineup would, would yeah. be the would be the would be the icing on the cake. And you know what? I've always said, just give me one is one and a half for 94 so i obviously don't remember it uh so technically if you want to get you know yes i was alive for a ranger stanley cup but no i i want to be able to remember it um and i've always said just give me one and if it could be with longquist on the team that would make it that much better just a sweeter but on the other hand it's like oh i got to watch my team win the stanley cup four times (laughs) but no um Answer is just let me just see them win. Period, in my eyes. Just if it, it, I would love it to be with Lundqvist, but if it's not, just let me watch them win the Stanley Cup once. I had this thought the other day. Can you see Henrik Lundqvist being like the next Benoit Allaire? No. Okay. Okay. No, I don't think so. Um, I I definitely see him going into some advisor role with the Rangers once you know his career is all said and done. Uh, but 
I mean, Benoit Allaire is Benoit Allaire. Who knows how Henrik can, you know, teach someone. Right. You know, Benoit Allaire has been doing, you know, he's Benoit Allaire. <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. Um, and, 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 you know, I don't know. A lot of people don't like some of Lundqvist's fundamentals. And they, you know, they say he goes down too quickly and he's weak, glove high and all that stuff. So do you really want him teaching our future goalies, you know, to go down early and to right. suck with their glove? I don't know. Um, people say his positioning is, you know, off. It's, you know, he, he, he's, you know, it's all hearsay. But I don't know. I, I definitely see him being with the organization in some some capacity when his time is said and done. But I also can see like a, like a Brian Leach ish type trade coming next year. I think he finally, like at the deadline, if we're not where we're supposed to be and you know, he's in the final year of his contract, I think, and they want to bring Shostorkin up or, cause I, I also read that Shostorkin, there's this whole rumor saying that he was telling the Rangers that he wasn't going to come over unless he was on the main roster. Well, he came out after they lost their game seven um, over in the KHL. He said, you know, I never saw it. Like, how could I tell the New York Rangers to, you know, keep, make me on the starting team or the, the main roster? Or else I'm not going to come over. The NHL, yeah. So, I mean. so and, he, and then they said, are you willing to play in Hartford? And he said, yeah, I would play there. But right now, you know, just let me deal with what I'm dealing with. Just losing a game seven, uh, which is awesome. Um, but. So, you know, maybe at the deadline next year, it comes crawling and the Rangers aren't in that position where they want to be. You know, Shostorkin or Georgiev is playing well down down in Hartford and they want to, you know, go with the tandem of Shostorkin and Georgiev the rest of the year. Hey, Hank. Might be time. I know you want to be a Ranger for life, but it's either you're not playing again. You know, we want to bring the kids up. We want to see what they can do. Or give us a list of the teams that you want to go to, and we'll try to get you your cup run. Pretty interesting to see that last year it was you saw the forwards creeping in from Hartford, and then you yeah, see the now it's coming out. You saw the defensemen this season starting and creeping in. It's going to be the goaltenders. Now it's probably the goaltenders next season, which is very interesting to see. And in that's the- that's exact. I think we can see it. I know he wants to be a Ranger for life, but next year is his last year. Right. It's, you know, his contract's up after next year, so who's going to – people are going to come crawling for Lundqvist. People are going to want his experience. People are going to want him on their playoff run. You know, uh, Gordon might have to sit down with, with Hank and say, listen. Not next year, by the way. It's the year after that. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. He's on contract until 2021. Really? Yep. I thought it was next year. Nope. All right, interesting. But anyway, still same situation holds true. Actually, that would probably even benefit whoever – you know, get him for another year. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I can see next year being the year that you know, there's a, you know, but there's a potential that he's he's gone. Yeah, I I, I, I think believe. so. I mean, yes, it's, he has an old movement clause, but it's he, up he to him. To wave that it's up to him, correctly. but I think it, you know, Gordon's really gonna have a sit down with him. Definitely. And if Shostorkin or whoever's down in Hartford's playing well, yep. I I really really think there's gonna be you know, hey. We want to see these two kids play the rest Definitely. of the season. And they're going to be overhauls on all teams, honestly. And obviously, sick with the Rangers. You know, I'm probably not going to see Mark Stahl back, in my opinion. I see a buyout coming. Uh, and go on from there. One thing I do want to bring up is the Savage LA Kings. 
oh, after not yeah, winning yeah, I know. the lottery. Yeah, Did you I see s- that? Yes, I saw it. I I'm saw not going to lie. They were very clever with this. I saw it. Very clever. I saw it. They said, congrats to the Devils, Rangers, and Blackhawks on winning the NHL uh, NHL draft lottery. Dot, dot, dot. We guess this makes us even, and it's a picture of the Kings winning the Stanley Cup against New Jersey, winning the Cup against the Rangers, and winning the conference final against the Chicago Blackhawks. Savage. Very, very savage, but yet very clever in my opinion. I actually just remembered I had a dream last night that I was like chilling in the same room as Jeff Gordon, and I I swear I just remembered this, and we were talking about mascots, and I said, I kind of like that the Rangers don't have a mascot, and that he was like, oh, we're trying to fit it into the budget, blah, 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 like, I was like, (laughs) the Rangers have a budget? Like, what, like? Get out of here. He's like, you know, we're, we're in the works on, you know, making a mascot for the Rangers. I said, all right, just don't make him like Gritty. Please don't make him like Gritty. And he said, oh, don't worry. Gritty scares us, too. Do you see the Rangers? No, I don't think they're going to get a mascot. a mascot. No. But if they do, you heard it here first. Wow. It, it came It came wow. and spoke to me in my dream last night. Probably because I was, like, drugged up on some muscle relaxers. <laughs> but... But I swear I had that I had that conversation with Jeff Gordon last night in my dream. One more thing, I, I was I was two thousand five. I was, oh man, how old was I? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, five, five. I was nine years old in two thousand five. Okay. And I and I read this on online. The Rangers had the fourth best, um, chance of getting Sidney Crosby in the old five draft. Yeah, you didn't know I that. I did not know that. Yeah. I know we sucked, but I didn't think we was you know, we had. I and the Penguins, yeah. Close. Yeah. Well, who'd we end up drafting that I year? Don't even know. Well, we picked 12th, then we picked Mark Stahl. So. So we had the fourth best chances, but we ended up with the I, I think that's 12th what it, overall. I think that's I think that's what I read. I think we had the fourth best chance. But for some reason, we ended up 12th. Yeah, well, that sounds, you know, rigged. It's fake. It's rigged. It's, I it's... could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard. Anyway, who are the top? Yeah, just read off some other names from that draft. If yeah. you have it in front uh, of you. Sidney Crosby was one. Bobby Ryan was two to Anaheim. Jack Johnson to Carolina was three. Minnesota got Benoit Pouliot. Oof. Carey Price went five to Montreal. Uh, Gilbert Brule went sixth to Columbus. Never even he never even played. Jack Skill went to sh- Chicago. Didn't even play. Uh, Devin Sanguinetti, uh, San Jose. Brian Lee to Ottawa. Luke uh, Boudron went to Va- uh, went to Vancouver. Oof, this is a weak draft. Andre Kopitar went to L.A. at eleven. Uh, some popular players we missed out on after that. Well, obviously TJ Yoshi, okay. St. Louis at twenty four. Uh, but other than that, nothing crazy, huh? Tuka Rask went to Toronto at twenty one. Other than that, nothing crazy. Marty Hansel, Phoenix. Right. Interesting. Uh, anything else before we uh close up shop, Pedro? No. Uh, excited for the start. Uh, well, it started already, but pumped for these playoffs to get started and. Getting this podcast weekly once again. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, All right, so we're going to wrap it up there. Tonight we have – let's let's do some uh, quick predictions for tonight's games. Um, We have – so we have the rest of the uh, playoff games tonight. So we have Toronto, Boston. Who you got in game one? We're in Boston. We're in Boston. Yeah, we're in Boston. I have Boston uh, winning this game 3-1. Oof, I have Toronto winning 4-2. Okay. Uh, empty net goal from... John Tavares. Nope. Nazim Kadri. What the uh, <laughs> uh, right. Washington, Carolina. Uh, I got the Caps 
and they're going to. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep this a close one. I think it's gonna be a two one game. I'm gonna go three one. Okay. Uh, and then Colorado Calgary. I have Calgary winning, but I I have Calgary winning the series, but I think Colorado will take game one. Really? Yes, I think Colorado will take game one, and it will be a nice three to one game. Interesting. I'll go with Calgary in a ah, la, 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 three one. I think that's what you just said. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that's it. Uh, We will see you guys next week. Um, Follow us on Twitter at drop the book pod. Our website, drop the book podcast.com. You can now find us on Spotify as well as iTunes and Google play. Uh, Until then, see y'all later. Enjoy the playoffs. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.